1: Welcome to the Shutdown Cast. You are listening live, live, live
2: to the internet's only college football podcast. Live, live as in you, the listener, are currently alive. You're alive. Yes. N- nice job on that, by the way. Thank you.
1: What There's
0: if this a- is the last thing somebody listens to before they die?
1: Oh, come on. There are so many worse things that people have listened to before. They I mean, think of how many people die in hospitals listening to, like, somebody emptying a bedpan next to them. This is paradise compared to I mean, to that.
2: what if you heard Big Sean before you die? Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That would encourage me because Big Sean would say things like, I don't let haters take my energy or some other lifeless line like that. And I would just go, yeah, let's go. This is enough.
2: <laughs> take me, big hater. The big <laughs> hater in the sky is calling me home
1: like anyone cares enough about your awful rap to hate you actively as opposed to like big sean and rap is basically raisins and anything for me like oh who put that in here that's unfortunate i don't understand why anybody enjoys these things that's a big sean appearance yeah we have this week for our midweek show A couple of agenda items. We are going to look at a couple of games up ahead. The Big Ten is back. The Big Ten is back.
2: The Big Ten is back. Uh, Speaking of big, Mm -hmm. um, I would like to point out a social media phenomenon whereby the three of us on this call at this time um, have been followed just now by the World's Strongest Man account on Twitter, which has been around since 2015, uh, which follows... As of this recording, only 46 people, almost all of whom are actual strong men, from Mark Henry to The Mountain to uh, Lou Ferrigno. Uh, It also follows Miss Universe, Miss Miss USA, Action Bronson, and then Ryan Annie, Jason Kirk Spencer Hall. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. Perhaps they need our assistance in the greater Bradenton metro area to cover this year's event um but spencer is is, could you could as as our foremost strongman expert could you sort of walk us through what might be happening here well apparently
1: we give off enough strength aura and strength vibes or the appearance and i think this may be it more than anything else of being people who appreciate a properly thick-necked man and the achievements that he has in the field of sport and i would point out by the way Legendary strongmen and sport, like hand in hand, man. Like no, no, you don't get to the world's strongest man without popping up somewhere else first. Great example. Of this would be the legendary Bill Kazmaier, also a privileged follow of the prestigious World's Strongest Man account. Bill Kazmaier, you may recognize him from numerous reruns of the World's Strongest Man competition. Longtime commentator on said program. Where did he play football? as a thick-necked, robustly forearmed and gigantically bicep young man, he played at the University of Wisconsin,
2: y'all. Go Bad, Go Badgers. Well, of course he did. Uh so yeah, um we we will be we will be the broadcast team for this year's world world strongest man competition. Let's just say it and see see what happens.
0: Speaking into existence, sure. I do yeah. wish that like Spencer, I appreciate that strong men come up through other sports like i imagine college wrest college like olympic style wrestling is probably another one if i had to guess maybe
1: definitely definitely there are some there are some wild cards in there is there t- right.
0: like can i get a tennis player because that i would really enjoy if it was like wow the tennis player like his backhand is trash but his <laughs> lats are fucking huge
1: but his <laughs>
2: forehand <laughs>
1: <laughs> pow <laughs> you seen the neck on this dude Oh Life. my god. I will tell you a few of my favorite backgrounds in competition for these guys, yeah. or, or just even for work. So, uh, there are an inordinate number of stonemasons, which yeah. <laughs> sure. Just, a lot of guys a lot of guys who are like, I'm being the stone, somebody else mace. And
2: not in like a, a ancient uh, cultic order kind of thing, like no literally no. rock no. carriers. No, this guy's like this guy's actually
1: a rock carrier, and he saves on goron. labor by, yeah, he's a goron. That's you know the Gorons
2: in Zelda are basically <laughs> yeah they strong are strong men. Those they really just, are. Yeah, in Breath of the Wild, all they talk about is working out.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's the, let's get like, really sweaty.
2: They're, they're like, the oh, oh Link, you're going to get so jacked, bro. In Link's, they like, are. No, I'm going to weigh 47 pounds regardless. <laughs> they're the only people in the series who use the word bro
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. talk about eating but which is funny because the way that gorons get swell is by eating rocks. Yeah. So they're like, "Yeah, bro, got to get the rocks in." <laughs> <laughs> then I got to go like th- the gorons are so that that they actually ask Link in Breath of the Wild what workout
2: plan he's on. <laughs> That's not a lie. Also, well, I mean, Link follows the same plan. What does he make? Unidentifiable pixelated mush and it yeah. makes him strong, doesn't it?
0: That's pre-workout. That's what that is
1: link's actually link's ideal diet really has him leaning toward pre-diabetic it really does because the most powerful things he eats are like stewed bananas and like stewed durian (laughs) it's just fructose and he eats tons of it his diet is horrible he's basically on the
0: carnival like the carnival cruise ship diet
1: he is he's like oh (laughs) you see all this tropical fruit they got on the bar
0: i'll take it all in cobbler form please
2: Link's got the metabolism of like an electron. He's fine.
0: Well, because he doesn't have anywhere to sleep, he just runs all day.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> it's called endurance athlete. Listen, the minute he stops,
0: the oh, he's an he ultra marathoner,
2: stops... isn't he? Also, he's got twenty hearts. He's fine. So,
0: Link, when Link meets the Gorons, it's ultra marathoner meets strongmen.
2: Yeah, it's like they have a big debate about cardio. That's fascinating. Right. And like, so the, yeah. they do. Yeah
1: the the endurance versus strength thing where they're like, where do you want your hearts? The thing is, and I think this is an appropriate metaphor for training, when you have to get your hearts exchanged to allocate whether you're going to have stamina or strength and be able to take damage, you oh, have to yeah. go to this evil spirit who's like, I will now put you through excruciating pain to alter your body. And I'm like, yeah, that's a personal trainer. yep That's a coach. Also, you meet that dude in like a back alley.
0: Hello.
1: (laughs) you do you meet him you meet him by a river
2: literally like by a creek it's like i go down to the creek and talk to john he'll pop up all over in the desert town he's like
1: hey
2: hey come back here i'll teach you how to exercise
1: (laughs) some guy behind a convenience store in reno who's like hey man let's make it happen the other they're not all by the way strongmen don't all come from like obviously like Jacked sport backgrounds. That's not saying basketball players aren't strong, but Hatforthur Bjornsson, better known to you as the Mountain, he started off as a basketball player, and Damn. yeah, which he was quite. He wasn't four hundred pounds. So Iceland, if you're wondering, yo, why wasn't Iceland dominating international basketball? Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't the Mountain. He wasn't a four hundred pound center. Imagine Just...
2: telling the fucking Mountain, like, all right, you got six fouls. <laughs> I want you to use them. <laughs> if, it, if you get two flagrants, I want you to use them, right? Like, <laughs> that means you're going to go murder two people, and then we're going to win. He straight up killed a dude. Wow. Um, also, basketball,
1: not an uncommon switch, because America's best living strongman is Brian Shaw, and he he was a basketball player as well. And if you've ever seen Brian Shaw... Uh, my favorite Brian Shaw thing anyone has ever done with them, because I will tell you, Brian Shaw, you're going, oh, who's Brian Shaw? Well, if I told you he was the guy who went 6'8", usually averaged around 420 pounds <laughs> from from Colorado, just this giant, literal Rocky of a man. He, one, is the strong man who looks most like a Goron. He really does. Like, if we're talking Gorons and Zelda, totally looks
2: like a Goron. He's got a big old bald head, looks like he wants to talk bro stuff with you. But wow! He, so this dude's photos—like he looks like he's two feet tall, but he's not. No,
1: he's built you know like I mean? he's. Yeah, he's built like he's two feet tall, right? Like that thick, and then he's six eight. So <clears throat> my favorite, yeah. my fa- go ahead.
0: Well, I was gonna say the next, the next sport that's gonna contribute to this—that's golf—and our sweet, sweet Bryson. <laughs> <entertainment. laughs> okay who's gained, so. who's gained like 50 pounds for people who don't know this is a man who's gained like 50 pounds in a year and here for this is from a golf channel article this is his general daily diet breakfast four eggs five pieces of bacon toast two protein shakes throughout day peanut butter and jelly sandwiches plural macro bars snacks which who knows two to three protein shakes dinner steak potatoes two protein shakes that's six or seven protein shakes a day, on top of like a regular amount of food,
1: just to play fucking golf. Okay, that's interesting. How many calories did
0: you say that was? It it didn't. It doesn't say how many calories. It does say that it is almost a hundred grams of protein a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I will tell you, a hundred grams of protein a day, um, not really excessive. Like he's going for bulk there. Sure. Like he really is. Like a hundred. Oh, th- yeah, that's... he
0: estimates it's 3,000 three thousand to thirty-five hundred
1: calories. Okay, that's that's it's fine. That it's not that much. I'm gonna take you through Brian Shaw's day. Okay. You ready for you ready for B Shaw's standard day sure. to stay at a svelte and cut
2: four twenty <laughs> at six eight.
1: These numbers are
0: absurd. Go ahead. By the way,
2: this is Cre- creator wrestler numbers gone wrong. It's
0: just it's just like when they're like, oh, I guess we got to put a height and weight for Blanca. Like, <laughs> sure, whatever.
2: I man. mean, these guys are, I mean, I'm not saying
1: this is good. Like when these guys talk, you can hear them breathing, right? Like, sure. yeah, so. But I will say this. You eat like this and you can deadlift a thousand okay. pounds and bench 525 and squat 903, which are all Brian Shaw records. I have my favorite Brian Shaw record, which I didn't quite get out, by the way. They put this enormous six foot eight, 420 pound man on a rower on camera, and they said, Go for 100 meters. And when he pulled, the entire rower scooted back three feet. Like he went, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> And the thing went. <laughs> and they had to start over because his first pull knocked the thing a good third of the way across a good sized room. So, so,
2: so if he does that enough, he is using the rowing machine literally as a rower. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: the rower. He has a land rower. He has a mobile land rower. With every rower. Yeah. They asked him to do 100 meters as fast as he could, and he did it in 12.8 seconds. Good God yeah he's a freak so his diet i know that 30 that 3500 is like real cute and everything yeah um so brian shaw breakfast uh eight eggs cinnamon toast crunch and peanut butter
2: (laughs) same i'm with him so far
1: (laughs) yeah so breakfast is uh 1180 calories Meal two. Notice. (laughs) Meal (laughs) two? Not lunch. Meal two. I have transcended your
2: meal labels. He's not even at brunch yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. An an hour later, he has a whey protein shake with 80 grams of protein, and then uh, he tops it off. Just in case you needed to top off, he topped it off with two granola bars and some peanut butter. That's another thousand calories there. We have arrived at lunch, at which point most people would be dead. Uh... (laughs) Uh, pasta, meat sauce, uh, grass-fed ground beef, angel hair pasta. He recommends grass-fed because you can eat it and it's easier to digest. And I imagine digestion is a very big concern <laughs> for anyone eating this much food.
0: Eating a jar of peanut butter a day.
1: Maybe two, man. I don't know. Let's, <laughs> I'm not even done with this. Uh, that's another 2,100 calories right there. So we're already well. We've smoked, Bryson right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Golf ain't shit uh meal five which is labeled as post lunch pre-dinner hobbits must have been amazing power <laughs> um for the fifth meal shaw cooks uh, a bunch of lean organic ground turkey white jasmine rice rice and broccoli that sounds that sounds fine sure you know how much of it 1400 calories worth <laughs> okay right uh meal six also known meal, as Meal Team Six, <laughs> as dinner, as dinner, on this day that Men's Journal recorded, that's the, he described that as an atypical meal. He was going to be deadlifting the next day, so he went to uh, a, a carb-heavy meal, some Italian, and uh, usually Meal Five is another pound of beef and potatoes with asparagus. Uh, t- on this night, it was. Three thousand and four hundred and thirty calories worth of pasta-heavy Italian food.
2: <sighs> so that's that's a huge day of eating. I'm not done. I'm not, for, not done. No, no, no. no I'm I, mean, not done. I mean, I mean, just that meal is a, a huge day of eating for a regular person. Right. And that is meal six. Yeah. No. 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 We we have the Marvel
1: post scene here. We have the little stinger, the preview, right? The post-credit scene. Meal seven. Nighttime snack and protein shake. Before Shaw goes to bed, he has a midnight snack. This meal includes four pieces of cheesecake and a whey protein shake with 80 grams of protein. Just a quick 1,600 calories before bed, finishing up a 12,000 calorie day. You said Bryson had 100 grams of protein? That's cute. That's yeah. real cute.
0: We're, 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 what have we... T- B-Shaw
1: Bish- sitting at 705 <laughs> grams of protein. <laughs> this is Man. the closest... This is just... 705. Have this either is the... of you yeah, ever so... tried... Have either of you ever tried to eat triple digit grams of protein no. in a day?
2: No. Why the fuck would I do that?
1: No. I have. I have. You like will what, hate... in a
0: Vegas buffet?
1: <laughs> you will hate food. <laughs> You will absolutely hate food if you try to eat that much protein in a day. It's horrible. That I, diet
0: is the closest any human can get to like being a katamari ball. Like <laughs> that's that's not do eating. Do that's that's just absorbing. For ate, like, eighth like, meal, I did... eat a police precinct. <laughs>
2: This this means you poop seven times a day.
1: Yeah. Also. I would be real worried being in the room with him if I were any kind of animal of size or substance. Because at one point, I know he's not hungry. Like, you can't be hungry eating like this. You just can't. I don't. You don't think like, your body
0: gets used to it and is like, no, it's, it's. hey, buddy, we're, we've blown pl- past meal four here a good 15 minutes. Chop, chop. I,
1: I can't imagine it. You know, like, they just don't look like they have fun when they're eating. Yeah, they're just—it's—it's it's a job. You eat more than you train, right? You know, like I think that's true of most people. But like you eat, <laughs> it's like owning a steamship.
2: <laughs> more coal. <laughs> Keep
1: I don't shoveling know if a nice meaty chow. Walks in the. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, do you like that dog? Do you really? How do you feel about that dog? Because I'll eat it straight up with
0: rice. Dog. I'm not a monster with rice and broccoli. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You need some, you need some <clears throat> roughage to push that dog through. Wow. That I just ate.
0: The cinnamon toast crunch is my favorite little thing in there.
2: <laughs> what like, is that's the, for me? That's for me. What, yeah. What is the uh, reason for the cinnamon toast crunch? Cause I as well found that the most fascinating. just
0: a nice way to start the day. Right.
2: I, I
1: think honestly, that's the one thing he gets to do in there where he's like, me time <laughs> what's my me time i get some cinnamon toast crutch and then i begin the odyssey that is eating my way through this day you know how much he's gonna love just weighing 300 pounds when this it, is it, over and he's like oh god oh, the god.
2: ctc is uh has 35 percent of your daily iron sure oh uh i don't think he is low on iron that does not seem to be a concern. <laughs> I am I am laughing, Ryan, though, at you expressing any kind of like, well,
1: hey, what's this part about? Okay, what's the entire thing about? Like, yeah, this part yeah. doesn't make sense. None yeah. of it makes sense. No. No, you're right. You're right. Why are you eating an entire pound of ground beef as a snack? That might be the part I would ask about. Why are you eating four slices of cheesecake
0: before dinner? This now makes me wonder and now we can ask them apparently, what is the catering sitch like at the world's strongest man comp? Like what gotta, on earth are they bringing in?
1: It's got to be tense. Are they just, just like,
0: here's a cow, have yeah. fun guys?
1: Yeah. <laughs> here they here they come. Oh god.
0: <laughs> we bought a whole Publix for you. It's yours. Take it. <laughs>
2: Like, I've seen Here you go, f- fellas. A dragon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's got to be worse because he's big. He's a, right. he's naturally big. He's a 6'8 dude. He's probably had like an intense appetite his whole life. There are guys who aren't that big. Like Eddie Hall, who shares a name with my dad, which is always my favorite thing when I see, like, Eddie Hall sets deadlift record. I'm like, kill. Kill it, dad. Absolutely killing it. Like, Eddie Hall's not that big. Yeah. And Eddie Hall has to eat, like, like he's only 6'3", you know, only. And that dude was a swimmer. He's got to eat like a horse. Right. Just to maintain weight. I so hope when you Bryson
0: can... listens to this and it's like, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> challenge accepted. I will become golf juggernaut.
2: But Bryson also has a whole other ambition, which is to live eternally that's true he is balancing he is balancing sick games
0: versus defy god
2: yeah this man wants to be uh frozen and blasted in a spaceship as an ai consciousness and be like he wants to live around uh, long enough to hitch onto that wagon
0: right Hmm. while also
2: pounding (laughs) excess protein those two do not tend to go hand in hand
1: also, Eddie Hall's diet was around twenty thousand calories, wow. so it was it was more that, and he took two naps a day.
2: Two that's naps. the there's, sumo method.
1: There. There's, there's so much shopping. How, there must yeah. be so
0: much shopping involved in this, right?
1: Oh yeah. So what are you doing all day long? You train for like an hour and a half or two hours, right? And the rest of your day is Pooping. fetching food, <laughs> eating food, and evacuating its <laughs> its waste. Like, you're just this gigantic, horrible, swollen, angry, powerful tube roaming the earth.
0: What you are, you're a cell. You're like a a cell in your body, where you're like, the only thing I do is take in nutrients, turn them into energy, and and expel the waste and repeat. Like, that's all.
1: Yeah, you're a siphonophore. You're a sponge. You're just like, well, I'll follow (laughs) the ocean today.
2: (laughs) Folks, if you'd like to see these sponges in action, come on down to join us in greater metro Bradenton, Florida, where we uh, are inviting ourselves to the World's Strongest Man competition.
1: Beautiful Bradenton, Florida.
2: Beautiful greater Bradenton, Florida. Yeah, they're going to fuck up a Perkins there, man. They're going to destroy a <laughs> Perkins. This <laughs> village, it too.
0: belongs to me.
1: Oh, that pie case? Gone. Yep. <laughs> Gone. They're just going to do that thing, like the Metalocalypse thing. They're going to put their face through the glass, which I've always wanted to do, right? Like, I'm going to look at that.
2: Shoney's leveled.
1: (laughs) All-you-can-eat restaurant set on fire by owner. (laughs) Leave! Yeah. Um, I think it is time to, now that we've talked about our our favorite thing, which is uh, Strongman competition, the thing that made this podcast great. We actually have football this weekend, and we have a new flavor of football for the 2020 season. Um, I think the Big Ten is going to play football, if they've Mm -hmm. made up their mind to do that decisively yet.
2: It appears that they have. Yeah. We have that big, carb-heavy, cheesy flavor, and we also have the uh, tart, crisp, refreshing flavors of the Mountain West joining us
1: don't overlook that like that's what what's been the best league to watch this year so far in terms of unpredictable quality that would be the sunbelt sunbelt's just been knocking people off left and right playing high level football and i now definitively know after years of just assuming a a pretty close guess i know what a Chanticleer is so the sunbelt sunbelt's been doing good things why not the mountain west yeah I mean yeah it's fine all all, all of it's
0: fine at this point
2: yeah. <laughs> it's
0: definitely not, but that's the thing we'll just say
2: right yeah it's uh happening we can say that <laughs> we can go that it's, far
1: It's definitely happening I would um if I were going to say, okay, what am I looking at? I'm gonna admit to being very cruel and I'm gonna watch Nebraska to Ohio State. Because, I think
0: I think you're obligated to at this point.
1: Yeah, after making fun of Nebraska for wanting to play football in the first place so badly and agitating for it, now they get now they get what they wanted. Be careful what you ask for cuz you just might get Ohio State.
2: That is without question the Sickos game of the week. Sickos game of the week.
1: <laughs> this is me looking in the window going, "Yeah. Yes."
2: Um the schedule is top-heavy, is one way to describe it. Um, it's also
0: compliment-heavy. Like, the the a handful of the noon games, like, NC State and UNC have basically spent all week explaining why they're not good. Like, Mac Brown is like, well, you know, I think we were quite overrated, and you, NC State's quite underrated. And Dave Dorn turns around, he's like, whoa, 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 UNC underrated? I think not. Look how handsome you are. And... <laughs> Dabo, meanwhile, Syracuse hosts Clemson or goes to Clemson, and Dabo's like, "Well, we know all too well what a Syracuse can do to you." And Syracuse <laughs> is just like, "Please, can we just Please. let's just play a quarter and a half? That should be plenty."
2: Please don't acknowledge us. <laughs> Running
1: clock. Running
0: clock. Starting now.
1: Can you eat twelve? Can you eat twelve thousand calories worth of food before you take the field? That would be good, Clemson. Do that and see if you can still beat. This is one of those, can we do this and still beat Syracuse? Games. How
2: big of a lead could Syracuse spot Clemson that you would still take Clemson?
0: Well, what? The spread on this game is into the 40s the now? The spread
2: started in the 30s and is up to 45 and a half. So, like, that many. <laughs> so the thing about that is the 45 and a half is counting the fact that Clemson likes to just clock out of games as soon as possible. If Clemson left their starters in for all four quarters, how high are they going? Right, like that would be the number we'd have to factor here. Okay, what like they
0: they scored seventy three against a Georgia Tech team that, while still like building, is probably better than Syracuse right now. So like it's probably not, it's got to be like 90, 95, right? It's maybe yeah. hundred.
1: I mean, I know they can. I know they can score thirty five and a quarter. Right, so if I give you two max quarters at thirty-five, uh, and then two at twenty, one at twenty-one, one at twenty-eight, just selecting randomly here, yeah, you're well over. Yeah, that's over a hundred. It's like one hundred and
0: twenty so points you just put on the board.
2: Yeah, no, and I feel I feel pretty confident they could do it. Tech is a little better than Clemson. That game was in Atlanta, not Clemson. Um, right. Clemson had punters throwing to backup Swinneys, not even right. a top Swinney. Um and. Georgia Tech was actively running clock the entire game. <laughs> I mean, Syracuse <laughs> like, just
0: got run on for like 300 some yards by Liberty. And, and Liberty is not a bad team or anything, but like it still is not what you expect to happen with an AC. Anyway, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, don't watch that. Happening? Watch Nebraska. Don't watch, that. watch the same thing happen to Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> 30,
1: 35 and a quarter.
0: If I'm going to be, be very honest. There's some part of me, and I don't understand this part, and I can't explain it. There's some part of me that's like, it would be really funny if Nebraska won that game. It would be would really be funny. funny if Nebraska won that
2: game. I it'd mean, a, one, oh, one, one be, of these teams is going to lose, and that's fine.
1: Yeah. It'd be side-splitting. It would be the funniest thing to happen for them to go like, <laughs> we told you we wanted to play!
2: <laughs> and then lose.
0: Because <laughs> the funniest thing I think Nebraska could do this year would be to pull the Mississippi State, where they start the year, with huge road upset, like like playoff changing road upset, where everybody's like, "Wow, it's all coming together, It's working better than anybody thought, and then immediately just lose every game after that.
2: just well, go one one
0: and nine or whatever.
2: I mean remember they wanted this schedule and then they bitched about it. Uh, their next game is Wisconsin, and they got to go at Northwestern, not exactly a guarantee. Then they got Penn State. So, yeah, that could happen <laughs> <Because they're laughs> One with the W of Ohio State. They're on the Mississippi
1: State plan is what they're on, right? Like, we yeah. cannot die. Yes. Oh, no, we're dying.
0: We're oh, dying we're lot. a lot. We're dying a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, another, another game on the schedule that I find intriguing um, in terms of, hey, what are y'all rolling out? I know what Minnesota's putting on the field. I know what they're going to do. I'm, I have no idea what Michigan's going to look like, and neither does Michigan be very exciting uh, also
2: there are several computers that are favoring minnesota over michigan michigan at zero and one could be that could be perilous
0: that said like pj flex basically already said like yeah we got covid but i'm not telling you about it
1: cop i believe harbaugh also said yeah we've had some positive tests and then in a press conference today it was like yeah we don't have any positive tests okay
0: (laughs) remember Um, Consent to search is the number one way that they get you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can just you can say anything into this mic. Anything at all. It doesn't matter.
0: Um, the game I am most interested in is number 17, Iowa State, at number 6, Oklahoma State. Um, A, because I think these are the only two Big 12 teams that are ranked, unless I've forgotten somebody. Uh, I don't think I ha- Oh, Kansas State is ranked, too. Apologies to Kansas State, who... Will probably kill me for that, but that's fine. God, um, that's but, weird as shit.
2: Those are the three ranked Big Twelve Yeah, go on. Can
0: can can either of you tell me the three games Oklahoma State has played this year?
2: Uh, an FCS Tulsa barely be Tulsa. Tulsa barely yeah, be Tulsa. Tulsa correct. FCS game. Nope. Okay. Uh,
1: did, did did they play a? Man, I want to say they have played... played
0: two con. They played two conference games. Oh right. They were supposed they to totally play Baylor. They were supposed to play Baylor and that got postponed. But they have played two other Big Twelve. Did they
1: play opponents. Kansas?
0: They destroyed Kansas by forty points. Yeah. And they beat West Virginia by two touchdowns. West Virginia's that's it. pretty good. That's but that's like because the shit's so weird. <clears throat> barely beat Tulsa. Like it had to fight with Tulsa. I won't say barely beat, but like had to fight with Tulsa. Beat West Virginia, fine. Destroyed Kansas. You're sixth. You're sixth in the nation. And there's nobody, like, there's no evidence for me to say, like, you shouldn't be here. You don't deserve it. And on the other side, it's an Iowa State team that lost to Louisiana, barely beat TCU, and then beat Oklahoma. And then beat Texas Tech, but Texas Tech doesn't really matter right now, so... Yeah, like, numbers are just numbers. They just mean whatever you want them to mean. Sure, Oklahoma State six. Virginia Tech 19. Whatever. Just say whatever you want.
1: Let's just establish the five spot as the ring of death. Like, that's it. Like, five spot UNC ends up losing to FSU. Okay, so
0: Ohio State is losing to Nebraska, then you just Done. said.
1: Done. <laughs> Starting at five. <laughs> we're call, calling that shot on Scott Frost Day. Wow. So, so that doing.
2: was one. We're going to get Oklahoma State into the top four right here because number three, Notre Dame. Oh yeah! Oh shit! Yeah, Yeah. everything's going great for you. You you put up big twelve points against (laughs) Louisville. That's spectacular. In the year eighteen sixty two, that would be a great score. Uh, You're going to play Pitt. Uh, Pitt's three and three. Well, surely that's you know pretty even. Like maybe they lost a game early, lost another, and then won a few. Um, I thought there was a motorcycle outside my house because Spencer. Sorry, you are walking into Pittsburgh. (laughs) Facing a Panthers team that has lost three straight games. (laughs) Two of them by a single point. The Super Weapon had a chance to discharge last week, and they didn't even cover against Miami. Shit is even more perilous for you now than before. So, Notre Dame. Down you go. Up Oklahoma State Coast, passing Ohio State and Notre Dame. Actually, I think the most uh, AP shit would be Oklahoma State remaining behind Ohio State and Notre Dame. Yeah, that's, that's true. The, that's uh, no, that's weapon. what happened. That's definitely what happened in the coaches' poll. That's the coaches' poll behavior. There. Yeah,
1: super weapons charge as hell, like it's ready to go. Somebody just somebody just needs to walk in front of it at the wrong time. What's the wrong time? Who can say?
2: Spencer, I thought about adding like ten paragraphs to that just to see how 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 much you could add to that rumble. How I, was much a, charge.
1: I was about to I was about to start coughing. It was starting Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was glad.
0: Spencer, tell me one thing that you are confident will happen in this game. South Carolina at L S U. No.
2: Okay. okay. <laughs> I ha- I have one. I have one. Yep. There will be a debate about college baseball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is correct. This is correct. I got one other brand adjacent heater of a game that I'm sure if I know both teams will end with pain for those involved and excitement and horrified uh, fascination for everyone watching. And I can't believe nobody else isn't pointing this out. It's on FS1 at 3.30 PM Eastern. That would be Indiana hosting Penn state. I know one thing. I know one thing about my dear nine win Hoosiers and it's this. They're going to make it as difficult as
2: possible on everyone involved, including themselves. They will have a lead. We know that much. How long? They'll, well, they'll have it. They'll
1: have it. <laughs> will it be safe? Friend, nothing is
2: safe when nothing it comes to Indiana safe. football. It's, life no. is about moments. <laughs> I appreciate that moment. That Speaking
0: you were of about. Indiana football. There we go. Thank you. Today's episode of the Shutdown Fullcast sponsored, as always, by our good, good Indiana Big Ten friends at homefieldapparel.com. Rolling out not one, not two, not three, not four, but five schools for this big new Saturday. They are Joe Flacco's own Delaware Blue Hens, UC Irvine, Fresno State, the Cradle of Dilfer rice <laughs> why why do, why do we go to the moon why does rice play texas so that you can buy comfortable t-shirts and sweatshirts and bowling bowling success and baseball school vanderbilt here number uh number 5 on this
2: list so and vanderbilt
0: and vanderbilt um i'm pretty excited about this because this is like this big new Saturday, because it's these five, it's sort of like, hey, what do you want your WITSEC identity to be? You know, like, who do you, do you want to be like, do you, like, name, Spencer, name somebody you know in your life from Delaware.
2: No. Can't do it. Uh, Jason, can I, you do it? Uh, cu- uh, cuppy Cup. Is from I Delaware? I think so. That's insane. If not, then he is now okay like because nothing in Delaware is real It's it's not a real state
0: Delaware is the thing like you anybody could say oh where'd you grow up Delaware sure I have no way to fact check that there's no documents that can prove or disprove that UC Irvine like not a UC school that people associate anything with Fresno State who's making up like oh I have a deep Fresno State background Rice maybe there's a little risk there and Vanderbilt like do you look rich you're fine. Like, you can make, all I'm saying is if you want to change your life, like literally change it, your name, your identity, your backstory, whatever, if you want to leave everything behind and cut ties and never talk to your family again, Homefield Apparel can help you do that via sweatshirt or t-shirt.
1: Hey, Vanderbilt's good for that because Skip Bayless doesn't talk to his family. So... <laughs>
2: And, I feel like if the cops if the cops yeah. pursue you to Fresno, it's like the scene in Fast and Furious where the cops chase them to Brazil, and Vin Diesel right. just says, "No, you're in Brazil." Yeah, so.
0: Fres- Fresno is America's base; they can't touch you there. <laughs> once you touch base, yeah, um, yeah you can get twenty percent off your first order when you use the offer code Fullcast. You will want that twenty percent off because in your new life, you're gonna need to be cash heavy for a while you can't you know you, your old bank accounts you can't rely on you do need to just have a lot of cash with you i imagine frankly if you just dm Homefield and are like hey i'm i'm going under an assumed identity and you know i i can't use a credit card right now can i just show up with an envelope of cash at an undisclosed location and swap you for a rice sweatshirt they'll say yes they're cool
1: yeah lucky you Most of Indiana is an undisclosed location.
0: (laughs) Yeah, by design. So uh, yeah, I hope you're happy with that one, Connor. Probably not.
2: I really like the uh, UC Irvine Anteater's logo, where he's saying "zot." He or she saying "zot." The the anteater (laughs) has a speech bubble that is explosive, and it says "zot." It is a very um, it is a very
0: like Sunday comic that you didn't read,
2: Anteater you yeah, are we like one this one talks did, about did,
0: politics a lot.
2: Yeah, when y'all were kids, did you did you read like the newspaper comics page? Like, no, yeah, like, I, I did that.
0: I yeah, I do some of them, but some of you get to and you'd be like, "This is, I don't understand. This is making yeah, a lot like, of jokes about the deficit."
2: I'm what nine years old. I'm not reading Doonesbury. Right. But right. this yeah. one would be one that had not changed in like eighty years. Correct.
1: Yeah, like Gasoline Alley. I used yeah, to read, yeah. gasoline alley didn't even i thought it was so brave because it didn't even follow the conventions of narrative form the person constructing gasoline alley had obviously died 40 years earlier and they were just mixing in random panels that were sort of related so one thing would be like walt not the gas station and then the next panel would be something exploding and then there would be somebody cooking eggs going ah great start to the day and that was gasoline alley the whole that's thing. pretty good
2: comedy though
1: I thought it was a pretty good. Di- like, after a while, you kind of got addicted to it because you were like, yeah, this is surreal. This is like Akewood before Akewood. I really enjoy it. Also, real glad that this whole thing died out before Akewood ended up in the papers because people would like the letters to the editor would have been amazing if you've ever read Akewood. They would be like, why is the cat wearing a Speedo? This is immoral. <laughs> Speaking of immoral, our readers and listeners decided. To again, after we ask them four questions, oh, just decided...
0: sorry, real quick, UC Irvine has more uh, NCAA national championships than Vanderbilt. Just wanted to get that in there.
1: It is known. Um, in response, Zot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you talking shit, Vandy? I got one word to
2: say to you: Zot. Zot, motherfucker.
1: Zot. There goes your bowling. There goes your bowling championship. Zot.
2: Damn. Just snatched that. Yep.
1: That's the only thing they're going to do. <laughs> That's their only trash talk. I would love to play for UC Irvine football just so I could do that. Be like, Zot! Gotcha. Um, our readers, after we requested our, uh, weekly, our weekly ask for one question for our mailbag. Other podcasts, they divide attention. They, they just scatter it around, and they turn dollars into cents answering multiple questions and thus dividing the attention of the enormous brains of their host. That is not what we do here. <laughs> what we do is we take the combined brain power of all three of our enormous skulls and we apply it to one extremely important reader submitted question. The one question mailbag that we do uh, for the midweek full cast this week I have selected the following. It is an important. I'm going to call this a football question. This is from Fourth and Jort, longtime supporter of the Full Cast Moon crew and et cetera. Thank you, sir. The question is: What is the worst kids book? This is a serious competition with a lot of worthy or, I guess, unworthy candidates for the eyes of your kids but what is the worst kids book in
2: your opinion I feel like Ryan you're the closest to the situation so you have the youngest kid here
0: so so my a lot of my answers are going to be functional in that regard like to me a bad kids book is high did you put the text on the page in a color that is not very high contrast to the background because now I can't fucking read, like, when I when I put my kid to bed and we're, like, turning the lights off and getting cozy, like, I can't fucking read, and I have to guess what these words are. Are the words unnecessarily small? Like, that's the kind of thing. I will say, <clears throat> one of the books, or one of the series that has been grinding on me lately is Eloise. I don't know if you're familiar with the Eloise ouvre. Eloise is, is a child who lives at the Plaza Hotel like let's say in the 70s or something like that maybe the 60s when when the Plaza like I think a lot of New York City um, hotels at the time was a combination of like apartment building like apartment living and hotel I think and like her whole vibe is like yeah I just do whatever I want here I like run down the hall with a stick and just hit every door on the way. I like pour honey down the mail chute. I fuck with like the phones in the lobby. I bother the doorman, and that's it. There's not like, there is no comeuppance. There is no like, and but you shouldn't do that because but you should be like thoughtful, and aware of the people around you. It's none of that. It's just like I live. I I am a New Yorker who has an apartment and fuck everybody else. And on the one hand, that is in some ways a useful lesson for children who grow up in New York. Like either A, maybe you're gonna be like this and it's better to get it out of the way now, or B, be aware that other people will be. But there's not like, <clears throat> there's nothing, there. it's like here's a bunch of behavior I don't want you to emulate. This kid's just having fun with it. No adult really gets that mad. And there's no lesson learned. The end.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah. Sounds, this sounds like an accurate portrayal of what it's like to be a 45-year-old New Yorker, though. It, like, it nobody, is everybody, minus everybody, the... Yeah. Everybody can be like 12 in New York forever.
0: There's not like enough hey, bedbugs. I there's... pick
1: up a phone and someone brings food to my room. <laughs>
0: there's not enough like, bedbug la- bed uh, scenarios in it. But other than that, yeah. Do
1: you do your own laundry? No! Someone brings it to my house, magically. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, do you have a real job? No, I go to a box and I talk. People pay me for it.
2: Yeah, that's
0: podcasting. That's what
1: we're doing. That's yeah. exactly uh, Hey.
2: It's a noble profession, sir.
1: <laughs> the state the statement is not exclusionary, okay? We are both
0: hunter and gatherer. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> this is how our ancestors. We
0: hunt <laughs> audio and we gather it here.
1: Um Jason, what is your your worst kid's book.
2: I mean, the very first one that came to mind is uh, also the very first book that comes to mind for any question, it's the Bible. Um, Which is often (laughs) framed as a collection of simple, relatable cartoon moral stories that are applicable to people of any age um, that can be taken at face value, that can be reduced down to simple do or do not morals. and on vacation, Bible school, we have completed Genesis. Uh, and if someone were to say, all right, base your life on what we learned in Genesis, uh, I would probably not associate with that person because they're going to spend all their time trying to undermine their older siblings. Um, they, uh, there, there might, there, they, They might have, like, you know, called down fire on a city that they didn't like. Like, there are you know, deep, beautiful, valuable moral lessons. And there are some wholesome, good stories. But they <laughs> they are not the ones that we think of as the, you know, as the sweet, beautiful, um, simple, reducible lessons. Um, we've talked about Noah's Ark on here, and Ryan has talked about Noah's Ark. Um, and, like, the reason for the flood is not that, like, you know, everyone was being selfish and mean. It was, like... They were having sex with angels, so like okay, I'll try to avoid that, right? I, like, I that's, will not. That's, the, I will that's not. the moral lesson. Well, I you will continue. Get us all flooded again. Too bad. Dummy? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the good of. It's for the good of the world. Don't be <laughs> selfish, Ryan. <laughs> well, he said he wouldn't flood us again with with water, but he didn't say that he wouldn't flood us with you know applesauce or. Uh, vinegar or any other liquid so I would not test it if you try to be discreet. All right, let's just say that uh, But yeah, the the Bible uh, it should have a big old content warning right on front of it. Um, you know It's not most of it's not for kids some of it is
1: Man, that would be it. That's such a tricky conversation to have with your significant other. So what were you doing last night? well I had sex with an angel
2: So there's this angel <laughs> So you gotta yeah. make it. You gotta make it sound extremely cool. First, right? You won't believe right. it. I saw. I saw an angel. I saw an angel. You <laughs> what I did? It was absolutely
1: crazy. Don't get mad. You promised not to get mad. Promise not to get mad. <laughs> get mad. Uh, yeah. He was an angel for real. And His name was Randy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I bet it was.
2: Yeah, he's, the... In the, he's, in, he's in the taxonomy of angels. He's like uh, <laughs> 732nd on That's there. That's right. He there
1: protects there.
0: airport bars. <laughs> That's his job.
1: This angel steal a credit card out of your wallet while I was on the nightstand, honey?
0: Yeah, so I wouldn't be covetous. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't be obsessed with material wealth.
1: Um, so my worst kid's book is The Boxcar Children. Have either of you read The Boxcar Children? Sure. A popular Isn't there also
2: a visual of some sort? A show? or?
1: Yes, yes. There have been several okay. adaptations of it. But the out, the outline is first published in 1924. Uh, gets a revision in the 40s. Uh, the revision in the 40s to introduce everybody to The Boxcar Children who may not be familiar with this atrocious relic of a society that should be condemned to hell and damned for all of time is this. The Orphaning of the Children is eliminated as a direct event so that the story is less horrifying. It's basically about four orphans who have been orphaned for some time when the revision joins them. In the original, they're graphically orphaned in the first 10 to 20 pages, which, as you know, every child loves to read about before they go to bed. Yep. Their parents, who married against their hard-hearted, wealthy grandfather's wishes and are estranged from him, have died, and they're wandering from town to town, hungry and cold one night they stop at a bakery to ask for food the baker offers to uh take them in but uh the kids uh are by the way run away from the baker because they overhear the baker talking about using them as labor that's that's why they run into the woods in the first place when they're there they find a boxcar boxcar becomes their home I'm not sure it's actually eventually <laughs> eventually realizing and i quote that they cannot live on water and blueberries. They go into town. Not if
0: you want to be the world's strongest man.
1: It's true. Uh, meanwhile, their hard-hearted grandfather, who it turns out is a steel baron. Who, by the way, they're homeless because he didn't approve of of his child's marriage to one of their parents. Uh, he introduces them. And he, they find out that the cruel Steel Baron is actually a really good guy. They go to live with him, and at the end of the first book, because they miss the boxcar, he has it transported to their backyard so they can visit it any time they like.
0: You skipped over one important part. Oh, I'm looking part? at the Wikipedia summary. I assume that's what you're looking at as well.
1: I went by that as an outline, and okay. I still forgot something. I'm um, so impressive.
0: There's a part in this where... Uh, the I think it's yeah, the oldest the oldest boxcar child goes into town and starts doing odd jobs for like the town doctor. And the town doctor is like is like something seems weird here. So he follows the kid home, and by home I mean to the boxcar the abandoned boxcar. And after seeing this, again, this is a, a physician sees children living in an abandoned rail car. And decides, ah, oh, they're fine. I'll let I him tell think, me about it when he wants
1: to. <laughs> I don't think he's wrong. I think that, like, four
0: you, children...
2: So, the, four you, children think, night- you
0: think you you think think a doctor made the right decision when he saw four children living without an adult in a boxcar uh-huh. and said, they're fine.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Because inevitably they were going to be a split up right because what makes you think that anybody in this story is moral enough to one not instantly use them as slave labor and two to go now nah, i only like two of them this one looks like a spaniard like everyone in this <laughs> everyone except the kids in this story is a complete blithering idiot all of them every single one of them how does a grandfather completely lose track of his children?
2: He's well, like well, I mean, I it's,
0: it's the 40s. There's like, you know, there's no cell phones.
1: Dude, you got to know what town they're in. He's like, oh, I don't know. They're just abstractions. <laughs> He's got a map. I know they had maps. I know they had telegrams. Couldn't he have just taken off his top hat, picked what up the enormous ivory-handled phone, and gone? What going, would you telegram? Doing, hey,
0: uh, Telegram hey, every town. You, yeah, hi town. Have you seen four rando kids? No, you didn't what? respond, so I don't I, know what I didn't, to do I didn't, now.
2: Don't don't like send police to the uh, you know place where this telegram originated from, asking like why someone has lost track of children because because I'm just asking in you know a, a, a general way in a fun of, way. Evident,
1: evidently, no one would have blinked they that's would have been strange. like orphans
2: <laughs> which ones
1: we've <laughs> got just... hundreds of them mm-hmm. yeah. this is a. T- I think
0: that's also like part of it is this is a time when like orphan was just like a category of child out in the world you know you'd oh, be yeah. like oh look uh, there's some third graders and there's some look at those high schoolers and there's some orphans it's just like you know it's just like naming types of flowers or vegetables or something
1: give them cigarettes they'll love yeah. it yeah yeah everyone in this book is a terrible human all of them including the doctor who's only least terrible by going yeah they should probably just stay feral in a box car i'll just get them something other than blueberries and water to eat there's yeah. so
0: many now that i'm thinking about it like so many so many stories about children require orphaning like there's a real through line here of like hey if your parents are still alive your life's gonna be hella boring. If you so want to this... be, if you want to be Little Orphan Annie or the Boxcar Children or Batman, you better hope those parents kick the bucket. You want to do some cool shit? You better be an orphan.
2: This, this is definitely a thing in like young adult literature. It's like a common thing. Like the question of, all right, you're making a story. How do you get rid of the parents? And like right. by now, everyone has tried every method. Right, Like the parents die on page one or the parents were in a shipwreck just off camera or, you know, yeah. the, the parents are out of town for Christmas. Um, you know, like, like every H- single H- method H- of Huck Finn's dad
0: is like the town drunk, right?
1: Yeah. They just write, they just instantly write him out by being like, he's, actually that's the worst one. Cause it's like, he's actually engaged in a living death, a fate more horrible <laughs> than the big sleep itself, you know? Oh, uh, but let's get a couple of good drunkard jokes in while we can. 'Cause things are dark in Missouri and the humor is pretty rough around here. Yeah. Right, right. I think there's an entire there's the thing about where you have to put the adolescent or pre adolescent on trial so that they could discover things about themselves. And I know what the boxcar children discovered. They discovered that steel barons are your real friends. <laughs> and that small cottage industries aren't the ones who are supposed to use child labor. No. Big, safe factories run by nice men. I like box that this cars, was, this was also propaganda.
0: This was also the birth of glamping where the steel barons like, oh, I know. We'll just bring the box car home and then we can have pretend camp out. Isn't it fun to pretend <laughs> to be homeless orphans again? <laughs> I guarantee, Isn't this a fun
2: actually, game? <laughs> I'm going to look this up right now. Converted box car house. Oh, I guarantee God. you there's some video shot with a fucking drone. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, the some grand, That's
0: some grand design shit right there. Yeah, Old railway also... carriage
2: converted into a stunning off-grid home. Actually, yep. that sounds pretty good now that we're
1: <laughs> Yeah, like this is the, also the 1920s and 1930s where I know two people died getting that rail car to the steel baron's home, right? Like one of right. tetanus. And then one where they did something amazingly ignorant like, well, we were transporting it with a can of gasoline and a man smoked right next to it. Right. Thought it was water.
0: And the other two were not paid because he's like, this boxcar, you cracked this
1: boxcar. I'll take it out of
0: your wages.
1: Yeah. You brought it to me missing one (laughs) panel. I'm going to dock you all four months wages because I'm a horrible person. That's how I became wealthy.
0: I will also say I take issue with like them adopting the boxcar like they're the boxcar children after this and there are more books they don't go back to living in the boxcar in the woods and it's sort of like it's 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 a version of like we get it you went on study abroad and it was like an amazing month for your life but like you can't call yourself like castilian dave that doesn't make sense and you're not you're from ohio stop it
2: so in subsequent stories they like Go they're back all... to the boxcar. No,
0: no, they, they it becomes like I think it becomes like um kind of like an encyclopedia brown type thing yeah, where they some, solve like,
1: mysteries and shit. Minor mysteries that they solve things where the steel baron is like, Someone's been stealing a farthing a week out of the till. <laughs> someone's at work. stealing my, someone's taking my steel. <laughs> yeah, someone's taking who's taking my steel, and they're like, Well, it's this. Hungry, starving, single mother. It's like I'll have her clapped in irons. Thank you,
0: Boxcar Children. <laughs> now I'll read to you about tariffs before you go to sleep.
1: Exactly, like Volume Eight of the Boxcar Children is like why we should clear these bonus babies off the White House lawn and stop their sponging off of good men like Herbert Hoover. You know, like <laughs> that's. There's just these wildly like that young man in Germany has some good ideas about how to run a country boxcar children is like really the many can become strong as one so long as we listen to the ones screw the boxcar children okay (laughs) like screw them this is just this is just sad authoritarian literature that teaches children terrible lessons about survivalism
2: i'm glad we've canceled the boxcar children (laughs)